their last five bucks on the best meal in town. He's the why and the what, and I'm the how and the when. We're a perfect team and a party of three, and we're doing big things, trying not to sweat the small stuff. And this is the whole story. I checked the mics. The mics are hot. All right, so let's try this take two on a story and a half, which the first one we ever did was very impromptu. Uh, I don't even know how or why it came about, but it worked. So we're going to try it again. This time, trackside, circuit Zolder. Ellis has just finished racing the American weekend here, sharing the track with NASCAR, driving Ford Fiesta in the Belcar Sprint Cup, two podiums, P4 in the championship after one crappy mechanical race and missing a weekend, so I'd say that is not too shabby. Uh, and, I don't know, I don't even know like who is the interviewer or interviewee when you have hey, Alex hey, Goldschmidt. I, yeah. <laughs> Hi, my name's Johnny Knoxville, welcome to Jackass. Sorry, I had to, I had to do that one. Um, yeah, but, I mean, you know, listen to the first one when it was... Three's, three's a crowd, now four is a flock of sheep. Um, but yeah, wonderful weather here today. It's older, you know, it's around about 17 degrees Celsius. A little bit of wind in the air. Yeah. Speed Race has come back with a double podium again. Um, that damn yard is still too bloody fast. But it's all right. It's all right. Hey, so. the main thing is trophies. That's right, more trophies. We need to get a bigger living room, I think, very yeah. shortly. Or, or another storage uh, silo or yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, the FIA doesn't have a good track record today. They screwed up our safety car. They screwed oh, up Japan. Geez. Safety cars galore. Sorry. Yeah. So, Ellis, why don't you tell us and all of the listeners at home, when's the first time you met Alex? Or is he better known? Goldschmidt. <laughs> uh, our American friends. He was Wackersdorf. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. with Pete, with Peter and and Jenny, and Mister Mister Axel Laflamme introduced yeah. us. Ah, we, that's uh, yes, right. Yes, who we have to say many happy returns today as well. Axel's yep. birthday yep. just happens to be on the date of this recording. Nice. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's when we met Goldschmidt back in year one, and I think that you definitely owe him a thank you for giving you more airtime. Yes. Than any backmarker in the pack has ever <laughs> had in the yeah. history of go karting here well, in Europe. Well, considering the times, well, well, both times that I remember when Ellis, in not just year one but in year two, had to hoik that project E20. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when we're talking 100, nearly 145 kilos on his own at his age, was firstly bloody impressive from my standpoint, but then. As we all know, the minute a marshal touches your cart, you are not going anywhere. So the main thing was, Ellis went, well, I want to get my ass back in the cart. Let's just take this as a learning experience and move forward. So you, you made an impression, clearly, yes. no matter where you were on the grid. And I can bet you, after 2019 and 2020 seasons in the DEKM and Rotax, every German now knows where Hoboken, New Jersey is. Yes. <laughs> There is no doubt. <laughs> yes, and especially with the facts of coining the electric renegade hashtag as well. I mean, for those wondering how that came about, um, 
it was like an epiphany. It, it, really, it, really, it really was. But it was because of the fact that Ellis was hell-bent on being a passive activist within progression of motorsport from sustainability aspects. And that was really how Electric Renegade was born, because he was going full electric in everything he was racing. Um, obviously, you know, running in, in the Fiesta this weekend, a bit, bit of a different kettle of fish, but it's good learning. Um, like the reverse Renegade. The electric yeah. guy <laughs> driving we're, we're, gas. Well, it's like Spider-Man and Venom. Yeah. 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 Or, Who's or who? multiverse <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, and the cool thing when we, when we met Alex was that, I mean, I go back to Wackersdorf, he really took the time to hear our story. And when you're traveling and giving up everything we were giving up as a commentator, I think that was awesome. And all our storage units. At our storage units. But that that's what makes the relationship so fun because I think he takes all the drivers time to understand who they are and that when you're especially in go-karting you want to know about these kids out there and I think it's it's awesome a lot of stories it was also funny I can't remember whether I asked you Franklin or you Michelle how the surname was actually said yes um, which was which was quite funny because the German commentator from the DEKM it's the German special he, he went oh and I remember Michelle telling yes. me this which was bloody hilarious saying like he tried saying it three times he just said Ellis the American yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and like that was hilarious then the, same, took a deep then the second year in the DEKM the same guy at Wacker's door couldn't figure it and out and he took the deepest breath and he just like, came out with Spetsai. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay, and that was it. So, yeah. You know. I, I think from my perspective as a commentator, like Frank said, it's about understanding the story. And now that you guys have been here, I mean, what, what are we all now? Season three, I think it is, isn't it? Two years in, yeah. but, Two years season, in. but technically season three. Season yep. three, whereby... Like today, we've had a completely different pronunciation of Ellis's yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, well, you know. which is sounding a little more like Spisa. Yeah. I was like thinking, hang on, don't yeah. say pizza because it's But it's it's really good that the journey has evolved, and Absolutely. I still remember. Now, if you lot have not listened to the whole story podcast from the very beginning, which <laughs> I have done, um, I think the funniest thing when. Michelle, you had to deal with the, the, the person at the German border. And just the amount of expletives that we used in that particular episode were quite yeah, hilarious yeah. in the first point. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was just like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, you need to fly back. And it was just like the way that Michelle explained how we are not going the F back to the US. We've That's come right. all this way. This is not an option. All yeah. this way. We are um, not going home. Yeah, exactly. Not going home. So wait, I'm trying to think. Was was Molson the first time you referred to Ellis as the Electric Renegade, or had because that, that race? I mean, still that race is epic in my mind. Mm. Um, I believe was, it was. That was a good point. Well, 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 actually, I, I'm going to take you back to to Backersdorf because that was the weekend of the Italian Grand Prix. Uh huh. Mm. Remember who went batshit crazy when oh, Pierre Gasly yeah. went and won? Yeah, Mr. Laflamme, you have been oh, warned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I still remember. Him just losing his absolute shit. Yeah. It um, <laughs> just went boo crazy. Yeah. And which was one of the funniest things I've seen in my life. I think Richard and Dean were waiting for him to get his ass out of the bar. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was just like one of those moments where you just go, I cannot believe I've just witnessed this. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was one of the funniest moments of the weekend. Yeah. But then 
you know, we, we, we look back at last year, you know, when you think about it, it's been nine months since Bahrain. Yeah, nine months since yes, Bahrain so. and uh, and a couple of Euros and just like such a fun ride with the E20 mm. and Rotax last year. I think that yeah. for sure, right? What was your favorite race last year? Well, everyone likes the second Molson race because I won the final, but I actually like the first Molson race. When you went, went from, from ninth to sixth. Six. Yeah. So it was just mayhem yeah. in the midfield. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That was the biggest roller coaster weekend. Like you qualified on pole. Yeah. It was your first pole mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. And then Saturday it rained and it was an absolute shit show and every race was worse than the last. You got yeah. your butt kicked in the rain. Yeah. It yeah. was just like we went home Saturday night. I was like, I cannot believe yesterday we were on pole and today feels like I, I should just like put and my head in a sack. I'll never forget. <laughs> he's walking to the grid, and Steve Chapman just says. Don't have to wear a cape today. You just gotta move up in the first race, yeah. <laughs> and that was that. <laughs> and I had texted you, and I said something cool is gonna happen today. That's true. I did. Very I true. have that. I, I said it. Right. I said something feels right. All is good. The best part is, on the end of the Molson video, we hop out, and Oigen's like, "It's not. Wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Yeah. Not bad. Oh yeah, Oigen. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, he, he's, he's he was, not bad. Because yeah. well, yeah. you have this great from Alex. This. Like amazing commentary, this arc, yeah. this explosion, the electric renegade, he's from America, we just won, boom, and then Eugen, <laughs> not bad. It, it's like Eugen <laughs> just brings the tone down back yeah. to earth with the bump yeah. on both Austrians. Brings it yeah. down to Austria, <laughs> yeah. you know, to yeah. Austrian level. Yeah. Don't uh, get know. ahead of yourself. That's kid. right. But I think it was, it was I, I still remember, and that was in 2021, because for those people wondering, where was I commentating from? Well, at that point, there were so many ridiculous regulations, reference PCR tests, oh, traveling, quarantine. Mm -hmm. nightmare. I mean, I did the trip in 20, 2020, August 2020 to Mawson, and I remember having the longest arse wait ever. Yeah. So my flight, my flight plan was not direct. Unfortunately, <laughs> from the UK, you can't get to Dresden by a direct flight. You have to go by Frankfurt. Which wasn't too bad because I only had one international passport control to go through. The other end, it was like, yep, straight out, done. Yeah, not a problem. You're on a domestic flight. And then I remember it being 35 degrees that weekend, and it was Rotax Max Challenge Germany, and 35, 37 degrees Celsius, I think. So we're probably touching nearly 100 degrees yeah. Fahrenheit that weekend, maybe close to 110. And then on Saturday afternoon, it absolutely pissed it down. Yep. Grey clouds, wind picked up, yep. nine, of, nine of thunderstorm there. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember Victor from Camp Company having to run down half the pit lane. Yeah. And we've we've had this we've had this like forest gump moment. I'm just shouting out, run, Victor, run. <laughs> and it's in the pissing wet. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously when the Euro Trophy went to Malta, um, that weekend, I was actually at home. So when everyone might have said, oh, where's Alex at the moment? Yeah. Dave Ritson phones me on WhatsApp and I'm doing the podium celebrations <laughs> through my yeah. headset yes, at home in the right. UK. Isn't that crazy? Now, yeah. which, which was really, really weird. And for those people thinking, well, as a commentator, you should be there. Well, yeah, yes, I, 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 I would have loved yes, to have been there, but travel restrictions um, made it such a pain in the ass. Yeah, it it really, sure. really did. Yep. And then, you know, that seminal meeting where 
where we were all at Bahrain and he struts his stuff down the main start finish straight to the Bahrain <laughs> International Karting Circuit. And then the more from All in Black to Team America. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, and it's I'm glad you got the blue version of it still because you swapped. Yes. Uh, I remember you telling oh, me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I swapped my um, my actual 2021 race overalls with a yep. guy from Team Japan, and. It was quite. It was quite a seminal moment because that just shows the camaraderie between those. Yeah. I actually wore those for the endurance race we did at Gank. With he did like an enduro oh, uh, rental oh, yes, car yes. race, yes. and he and wore the Japan, Japan suit for fun. Everyone's so. favorite part about the Euro was the racing, but my favorite part was the the beginning of the week where everyone was trying to get a seat in the rental carts, and <laughs> oh god, and then yes, you had yes, yes. you had everyone from DD2 Masters to Mini. Yeah, all out on the same together. time trying yeah. to kill each other. People were putting microns in their kids' in their, suits yeah, to try and get the track the map. To get they the had timing. a cap on how many races yeah. you could oh, buy. God. But then the power went out in the yeah. Team Argentina office. bought up all the races <laughs> they at bought the up start and then they banned them. Yeah. <laughs> there, was more, there was more drama in the like eight hours that the rental car track was yes. open than there was. Yes. <laughs> in all of the World Championship weekend, yeah. right? Yeah, for but sure. But it was a super cool event. Yeah. And the dinner, going down to the track, the F1 track, that oh, was yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I, I remember walking down that corridor and just seeing the amount of people. I was thinking... And, and when the, the grand finals in 2020 that were rescheduled to pull him out for, 20, for January 2021, just after the international trophy. I mean, I was going to just like anybody else, you know. And we had, we can do anything. Rotax can do anything because the Portuguese government said no. Ben's yeah. not going ahead. And considering the fact that Rotax, along with Sony Car, Porsche Carrera Cups, and probably a, <laughs> a lesser spotted Lamborghini Super Trofeo yes. out on the track. <laughs> um, so when you consider the the infrastructure they had, so they had all the Project E20s. They had all the carts from Sony Car, Praga yep. IPK, and Birrell ART. Then all the engines, all the all the fuel, all the tyres. It was a huge logistical effort because a lot of people don't realise that Rotax are the main organisers, but it's Corridas, uh, run by Arnaldo, um, that are the ones that really help the event happen. Yeah. Um, and Arnaldo's got a great team, wonderful individual. But it was so nice that after nearly 800 days, the grand finals went back underway. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the fact, and we have to give a shout out to Mr. Henry Baudet, the voice of the Grand oh, Finals, yeah. who's currently, as we're recording this, at the US Trophy Final in Newcastle Motorsports Park in Indiana, where they're giving away 12 tickets to the Grand Finals. Uh, so not just for US Trophy East and West, but also open tickets. They've yeah. um, even got drivers from the UK over in, in Indiana. At the oh my gosh. Which includes uh, a certain driver by the name of Ollie Hodgson, who won. All right who won the Grand Finals in 2013. Mm. But I think now that 2022, I think one of the things I've loved about Project E20, finally, folks, I got my ass behind the wheel, in the seat, yeah, at that's Karting right. Gank. That is and now right. I, and now I have an appreciation for it. Yeah. But I think, actually, I've got a quick question for you, Alice. Um, how cool was it to see the Genies now finally jo joining the E20 family? Well, it was cool when they finally weren't quicker than us. So. <laughs> That's when it was cool. Um, Tell the people at home why were they quicker than you? It's because they weigh like 10 pounds. Uh, <laughs> and they're on the same tire. 10 pounds yeah. wet. 10 yes. pounds, same tires. They had like five less horsepower, I don't know. 
But, uh, <laughs> you know, when it's cool because they're, one, it's probably the fastest cart they've ever driven. And when you give a bunch of, you know, juniors that are, you know, have junior driving style um, with yeah. front brakes and the racing, is it's kind of nuts. Uh, thankfully, we sorted out that when we were on the same track together, it wasn't too chaotic, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it was... No, you just, you know, did a backflip over a fence. No, I wasn't... That's not, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering yeah, if like, that was going to come not up too chaotic. Yeah, yeah, Nothing to do with the juniors. Yeah. Nothing to do with juniors. No. No. I, I mean, I'll be completely... He's trying up. to show off for those couple of juniors he's friends with, Turbo and the other yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, done. I'll, Mr. Casper yes. Turbo. Yes. Yeah. You're trying to show well, off. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, coming back to that weekend, we, you know, that wasn't the only incident. We had Brad Barrett. Right. He had his own well, moment. I mean, you know, he was right up in there in the times with Reese Hunter and Brad Barrett. So once Barrett had an incident, Ellis had to outdo him. He had yeah. to win the incident. Yeah, yeah. Like, weekend. Oh, that incident? You got thrown out of your cart? <laughs> I'm going to flip with my cart. I, I talked to Daryl. I think I'm the first one to roll the E20. Congratulations, Ellis. Yeah. Like on yet first. another first. Yeah, hey. I mean, I'll be... I'll be for those wondering what it was like from my perspective, uh, um, not the greatest of feelings. I bet. Because one of the things that I do, and, and this is out of respect of everybody at the track, is that if there is like a massive accident, like we had a Valdage on top, the first thing I do is I go dark on the mic. I was actually worried. Seriously worried because of the severity of the accident. Okay, accidents are part of motorsport. We know that motorsport was dangerous. Because I wasn't just concerned about Ellis, I was also concerned about the other individual. Yeah. Who, Bystanders, unfortunately, yep. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, which does happen, and I'm, I was, I think the first time I actually smiled after that was when you were laying down on the bed in the medical bay, came in, and then we just had a giggle. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which was great, it broke the tension. Yeah. Well, I think we learned two things there, is that no matter what, I'm not going to let them cut my nice suit. <laughs> Do not let them do cut not. out of that, that suit. That was the number one rule. So yeah. Do not cut this suit. How is the language barrier on that one? That's fine. Uh, and two is that the electric renegade has some pretty strong plot armor, so we're we're here to stay. Yeah. That one. Can't scare us off. The, That's right. I think the funniest part about that whole thing was at the uh, at the hospital when they wanted to look at my leg and they asked me to take off my other layers and I said I can. But there's nothing else there, so I got a really nice, nice yeah. gown to wear. Yeah, like your Days of Thunder moment. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Cruise style. Yeah, cold trickle. Yeah, and yeah. Cold falls trickle. out. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. You know, my biggest takeaway from that, I mean, and we can joke now because everybody is healed and away from it. But you know, obviously, in the moment, it was absolutely horrific, terrifying, terrifying yeah. crash. And I think uh, I remember saying to Michelle the next day, the between with Alex, Daryl, everybody, the Rotax family, Cam Company, you felt so taken care of, right? Mm -hmm. It was awesome. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I echo that sentiment completely yeah. because at the end of the day, the Rotax family is a big family. Yeah. And having been a part, you know, being the, the voice of the Euro Trophy in the Beardle Carlson series, now I'm, I think when we get to the end of the grand finals, will be the end of my fifth season. Rotax, like as a, an individual, a known individual. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm continuing that into season six, so awesome. which, which is cool. I mean, uh, but I think like the amount of people that I've met over the years, 
there are only a handful of people or families that stand out for specific reasons, and you guys are one of the ones that stand out the biggest because of the journey. But that's what that's what makes it interesting yeah. because as a commentator, you're not just talking about the racing action; you're talking about people mm-hmm. and the drivers and the stars more than anything. Yeah. But I think what a lot of people don't understand is the amount of preparation the commentator has to go through. Yeah. You guys have seen my spreadsheets, haven't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Euro Trophy Wackersdorf. Yeah. I had 16 pages yeah. on an Excel. 14 at the last round of the BNL Karting yeah. Series. And folks, they are already being prepped for 2023. There you go. I've got the Golden Trophy coming up in about awesome. three, four weeks' time, where um, I have 180 drivers already. There's 180 Yikes. drivers already registered. And we've only got three tickets at the moment to give away for Mini, wow. DD2, and Juniors. Uh, we're waiting on uh, any sort of confirmation. We're hoping we can get a ticket for the Senior and DD2 Masters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I'm looking forward to when Steve Chapman says to me, fancy another going in the E20. Yeah. And if it's at the Grand Finals, I'll be oh, like, yeah. right, I, I will not do what well, Ellis and... Biggest Steve. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to have to give... Uh, Matilda Olsen's doppelganger in Bahrain, oh, yes. a little bit of a shout out, oh, yes. Mr. Daryl Smith. <laughs> um, uh, because obviously a couple of people got slapped wrists from Steve for doing donuts, didn't Whoops. they? Whoops! Late night donuts. Late night donuts under the. Late night donuts, I don't think he minded the ones on track, I think he minded the ones in the pit. Before you had even started oh, filming. Dearie me. Which, oh, right. in the famous words of Steve Chapman, for fuck's sake, guys! We need to keep the batteries. No, trying to film. Daryl made me a bet. He said, I bet you cannot do donuts oh. in the pit lane. Oh, uh, right. And it's, I said, it. watch me, and went. <laughs> and then I stopped before anyone got, I got in trouble. And then Matt wanted to follow as well, and then he was the one that set it off. So, yeah. Got oh, are, are, we, are, we, are we talking Got about Mr. Mr. Overhoff? Yeah, because once oh. one person starts doing donuts, you want to. Everyone wants. <laughs> to do you, you, you know, you know what's really, really funny. Because um, Matt, Matt, uh, see, spoken to Matt quite a few times now. Uh, he was supplying donuts of a different variety yeah. to Mr. Bonnet. Oh so, yes. Uh, so I think it was Krispy Kremes every morning. Yes. Yeah. And That's then um, I had a little joke with him at Carton Gang, get it backfired on my behalf. Uh oh. Uh, you know. You, uh, when we went and had lunch, mm-hmm. and yeah. Alice yep. went down for that, yeah, yeah. Uh, went for the uh, little siesta, and then so I, I said to Michelle, I went, I'll take a picture of that and send it to Matt. So, like literally, he brought six of the biggest donuts, yeah, oh, yeah. and I Showed was just you. like, one of the, <laughs> Philip, one of the camera guys, actually nicked one without asking. <laughs> um, that's a hidden gem I've yeah. not really nice. released there. But I, I had maybe one or two of them, and the first one was like okay. Yeah. I waited a couple of days until I had the second one and then just went, that's a sugar coat coma waiting days. to happen. <laughs> more more uh, self, uh, what's the word? Sorry, I'm having a brain fart. Like, I wouldn't have waited three days to eat the next donut and I would have popped well, no, off no, the, the box No, right the funny thing is, is that in the commentary tower, in the tower at Carlton, yeah, yeah. there is a fridge. Well, so it was... And it was 20 plus degrees over that weekend. And it was safer to keep them in the fridge. Yeah. Well, yeah. I thought it was safe keeping them in the fridge. Philip, naughty boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I've met Matt's and met his dad as well now. Yep. Um, great people, great characters. 
So I always think that the most interesting thing, now this is the second one of the story and a half, is that it like plays with the timeline. Because when we did episode yes. number 10, mm -hmm. we were in Spa yep. racing Fiesta for the very first time. And it was this past spring, yeah. right? It was June, July? I don't know when it was. June, July. It was June or July of 2022. It is now October 9th. 2022. Yep. But in podcast world, in the whole story, Fiesta podcast doesn't world, even exist yet. Fiesta doesn't even exist yet. I think we are at the beginning of the 2021 season. This is like Doc Brown so, coming back. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Marty. The Marty. going to be in a Fiesta. Yes. What? So, Great Scott Marty. Considering the fact <laughs> that people listening, we've just given them like 101 spoiler alerts. Uh, about what is to come yeah. in the next season. Electric Renegades in a Fiesta. People are like, what? What? But, <laughs> folks, to end this, I think, <laughs> don't forget to keep listening to the whole story. That's eloquently right. uh, done by Michelle, as always. With a few well-placed F-bombs. Uh, oh, of course. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> like, the attention to detail. You know, it, 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 uh, I mean, just keep listening, because, yeah, we might have given you some ideas of what's happened <laughs> but you're going to listen to the whole story to think to find out exactly how the journey's gone absolutely uh, because then you'll understand and relate to what we've been talking about for probably what well, we've been talking shit for about the last half hour yeah all right <laughs> awesome we'll let the people at home go back to doing their dishes or going to work or walking their dog or but... maybe going to sleep depending on time so yeah yeah so <laughs> awesome. awesome thanks guys thanks for joining me Thanks for giving the, the listeners at home something to, to hear rather than just my voice in a vacuum. Genesis of the Electric Renegade. That's yep. right. Thanks to Alex. Thank you, awesome Alex. Awesome to have you on track with us today. Yes, indeed. And, nice, uh, nice, to, nice to spectate and commentate for a yes. little change. Yes. There you go. To many more. Yes. The Electric Renegade. Oh, yeah. Peace out. The Whole Story is a podcast about my family's journey to follow Ellis's singular passion during a global pandemic. The episodes are audio recordings of the journal I've been keeping since the day we left home in 2020. To learn more, follow The Whole Story on Instagram and visit our website, elysium.co. And remember, life is good, life is hard. These two truths are unrelated. You you know you drive me mad, but I could never live a day without you.